in financial statement and budget of the government of Ghana. That's right. Ken Ufriata then announces quite a major shift. At paragraph 157, he says, and I quote, Mr. Speaker, the president is determined that the building of the National Cathedral will not put undue financial burdens on the state. He has therefore proposed a partnership between the state and the Ghanaian Christian community, both at home and the diaspora. The formal launch of this national fundraising campaign is slated for December 28, 2018 in Ghana and February 2019 in the United States. So this is the first time we're here in Parliament that, oh, the president has made a new proposal, that it will now be a partnership. So in the debate of the 2019 budget statement, I have here an extra from Dr. Ayeni's debate. Dr. Ayeni, who is the ranking on constitutional and legal, said that it is important that a line item is provided. You can't just say that you are making a proposal and you leave it at that, that it will be unconstitutional. And that we want to know how much is in that partnership. What does it entail? What percentage? Is it 20%, 30%, 40%? So we will know in line with Article 178 and then grant approval. We didn't get any response. So we had been under the impression that, oh, the proposal for partnership for seed capital from state coffers will be brought to the House later, only to discover these releases in flagrant violation of Article 178 of, 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 of the Constitution. Then you see... I heard you and John Kumar, the yeah. Deputy Finance Minister yes. on Top Story. Yes. He said... Once Kenufriata mentioned this in the budget, that's enough. You don't need any approvals. It doesn't matter that he didn't state any money that was uh, to be taken. And so you are crying, like he said, you are crying wolf. No, no. And, uh, and that you don't want the president to build a cathedral to glorify God. John Kuma is wrong. He knows he's wrong. You are a deputy minister for finance. Article 179 of the Constitution, before any government entity will spend, there has to be approval and that approval must be contained in the appropriation act i hold in my hands the appropriation act of 2021 and 2022 and indeed i have brought all the appropriation acts nowhere and you see it's a detailed act mm. which provides line by line a breakdown what even with compensation how many staff are you going to pay goods and services what are you going to use it for capex what will you use it for in the appropriation act you don't find any line item. That is why, since we intercepted this letter and put it out, we've been asking them, okay, show us where in the budget and how much. This so-called seed capital and partnership, what is the specific figure? Because it does not how public financial management in works. The, in, the payment to, in the payment to the designer, yes. uh, architectural designer, that's uh, David Ajay, said yes. David Ajay, you said, um, and we have seen the it's document. 32 million. Yes. 32 million. Uh, that may fall under what uh, Kenoforiata said. He said, Mr. Speaker, the state is facilitating this process by providing the land, the secretariat, and the seed money for the notes, mm -hmm. preparatory fees. Mm -hmm. So the design and things can be part of the preparatory state. Yes. Uh, is it your, your suggesting that 35 million? Is too much or what? You or see, just that you have not approved no, it? No. A number of concerns. One, you should have brought it to Parliament for approval in line with Article 178 of the Constitution. That was not done. 
Then two, once you are going to procure the services of a company, David Ajay and Associates, you must follow the procurement law. There are procurement laws in this country. Our checks indicate that, indicate that that has not been followed. They breached the, the procurement law. Mm. And you see, it is interesting that only a few weeks ago, I came across this publication, David Ajay inducted architects registered. The graphic online, April 26, 2022. An internationally acclaimed Ghanaian British architect, said David Ajay, and we are all proud of his achievements. He makes Africans proud in, in the diaspora. So I don't take anything away from his profession. Says, has been inducted into the standing register of the Architects Registration Council, ARC. The induction ceremony took place in Accra last Sunday after he was registered as an architect by the council to enable him to practice in the country as mandated by law. Yeah. 2022. Yeah, this, now this issue had come up earlier yes. when he was the one to do the yes. job. And yet, we were paying him 2021. We paid him 32 million. And we are paying him for Agenda 111, for the trade fair, and other things. And Agenda 111, we have land issues. We still yes. have not you resolved see, them. Yeah. We have money well, issues. See, we still see, haven't resolved why, them yet. Why can't we do things right? I mean, and for Christ's sake, this is the temple of God where we are going to pray. It should be, it should be, it should be squeaky clean. It should be holy. As Paul told the Philippians, whatever is of good report, what is pure, what is moral, I mean, that is what we should, which we, that is what this, this project should epitomize. Mm. Then you see, the priority question is also very important and is one of the major concerns we have. Look, something. This is a time that government is struggling to meet its obligations. As we speak, textbooks have not been provided for three good years. National service personnel are old. NAPCO trainees have not been paid for more than seven months. Look, he has been a rural MP before. We go to the constituency, you receive petitions. They are driving out these young people from their rental accommodation. So at Christmas, you recall that I had to call my NAPCO workers and then give them a package for Christmas. Recently, the National Service personnel, when I saw the apply, some of them posted from the north, from Takra, they have a city, far places, and their precarious situation. I had to donate my two months, you know, uh, salary to them. So we see what they go through. And government is saying, bear with us, we don't have money. Health insurance is owed, about two billion cities. You owe district assembly common fund, you owe get fund. I mean, unemployment is at an all-time high by the population housing census, 13.4%. So we are facing all these challenges. Look at flooding. It rains. I mean, if you look at World Bank World Nations data in Africa, Ghana is not amongst the top three uh, high rainfall countries. We are nowhere near Sierra Leone, uh, uh, Equatorial Guinea, and Liberia. And yet, any time it rains, it gets flooded. We need an engineering solution to solve this problem. Mm. And this is what... We say we will do at this time something, at this time. And you see, the other documentation we are reviewing... You forget something. The president said this is a priority of priorities. Priority of priorities. Sometimes... You or you insist that it is personal. And you shouldn't bring the state in the way he has done it. It started as personal. But if you want to bring the state, do it frontally. You understand? This is, this is about a project mm. for the good Lord. So be transparent about it, let's have a national debate if we should really come on board and, and how much, what should be the percentage. And then we come through parliament 
because it's public funds. You cannot take out money from the consolidated Anytime fund. Anytime you have raised queries like you are doing now yeah. about lack of compliance yeah. with constitutional provisions yeah. and the rest of them, they and and I won't say I won't say what yeah. it is not. Yeah. The propaganda yeah. is that oh, Samuel Kujeto, NDC. NDC doesn't support church people. Have you heard? No, NDC no, doesn't want the no, cathedral. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I mean, you see, you don't even want to talk about personal donations that we have all made through our churches and all of that. You see, the National Cathedral Project is. We haven't condemned the project. We haven't said that it's not a great idea. Uh, indeed, I have even said in Parliament mm, that if you look at page two five one of the twenty. 21 budget. Many Ghanaians do not know that if you come to Appendix 10C, we also have another project, construction of new international conference center. We are going to raise down the conference center, which is just next to this natural cathedral, at 166 million euros. I have said in parliament that can't we rather resources for that, just combine it and have one project. We've all made, come up with good ideas mm. on how this will okay. work. So, so you see, <coughs> you see, we are not against the project, mm. but we are saying that be truthful. So be, what should be, happen be, in be, this, be what should this happen in this situation? So we have where uh, parliament, which the constitution says is the only one that can approve expenditure, um, has not, you know, okayed any expenditure, and you have seen that a total of 57 million of the taxpayers' money has gone into so, it. But it's uh, what are you going to do? So we have filed three urgent questions. At least we want to hear him. Let's hear the finance minister. Uh, but we have another plan. Uh, we think that, look, this should be punished. Uh, it is most likely that after the ministerial question time, we'll move into vote of censure. At least we have the numbers to start. It's secret vote, mm. so who knows? The, the spirit may lead others uh, to to punish to punish the finance minister. Are you, are you not? Are you not? Because this are, is a great are, you, are you not scared? Are you not as afraid? And let me say this yeah. once again, as bluntly yeah. as I can, are you not afraid? You, you are sitting on a yeah. a platform yeah. that you can say mostly middle class, working yeah. people, yeah. educated people. Yeah are watching and listening so yes. they can associate with what you're saying yes. that you're only asking for accountability and transparency yes. and legally compliant processes yes. you are not saying you are against cathedral but when you hear for example when you and john kuma were on top story yes. he will abandon these questions and go on the moral and religious tan tangent and say oh this is a place to worship god why are you against it are you not afraid that they will use this against you in your campaign, particularly in, for the yeah, people who yeah, are vulnerable yeah, and... Yeah. Indeed, know? indeed. even within our own party, a lot of people have called me and said, mm, this matter here, we understand you, we know they've broken the law, but can't you drop it? You see, 71% of the population are Christians or even more, and that um, it can affect our electoral fortunes. I said, no. You see, let's do what is right. The good Lord will not be happy with us when we see such blatant wrongdoing mm. that we don't speak up. We want the, the cathedral eventually built on the altar of purity and holiness so that when we go there and pray, our prayers will go beyond Chebi and get to, and get to the high heavens. Yes, so, uh, so, so, so yes, you see, uh, let, let, me, let me just conclude by saying that the fantastic points you made at the beginning about how much has gone in so far, people must put that in context. So this 57 million we have we have spent so far, which we have exposed, 
is nowhere near the total sums taxpayers' money that has been spent. Let me reveal on your platform for the first time that the Malian ambassador's residence was pulled down as well. And government entered into an agreement with the Malian government to replace. So at our cost, they are buying land for them at airport residential. Oh, there were several other places there, very yes. serious installations yes. Yes. that government was going to pay yes. in the hundreds yes. of millions of yes. dollars. Yes. So, <laughs> so that's why one of our three urgent yeah. questions is mm. how much so far, the total amount that we have spent. Look, it will blow the minds of people. So now the Malians are waiting for us to erect a new ambassador's residence mm. for them. Passport office, we spent 10 million cities relocating the passport office to where it is now near the Ghana and how much you relocated the journalism to yes first of all the rental rent, accommodation rent we did and then the new buildings the new buildings opposite GIS which right. we are we are mm. constructing for them so we are talking about hundreds of millions of Ghanaians and next week we will be revealing more so you see we so cannot, that at least through we, we, this process we will know exactly how exactly. much the state has been committed the exactly. taxpayers money has been exactly. committed exactly. all right okay thank you um Pwenka, it doesn't look this good it doesn't look that good does it once again, thank you very much. Something, you, you rightly read something, and he also read it. You see, when the budget is submitted to Parliament, and there are a need for corrections to be done before it is passed, those things are done. The debates are made by the various parties. The various persons actually debate on the budget, raise issues of law, those that are in conflict with certain laws, and etc. After that, you have a revised appropriation, and then the act is then passed. Now, that paragraph that both of you have actually read, mm -hmm. which mandates that government was going to commit itself to making a contribution to the construction of a cathedral. The budget was approved. Preparatory fees. Preparatory fees. Mm -hmm. The budget was approved with the inclusion of that paragraph. It wasn't taken out. Mm. So when you have approved the budget with the inclusion of that paragraph, which has not been taken out, what is the implication? Are you, Are you not mandating the finance ministry to spend or the government to spend on the project with without, regard without to preparation? No, no, I'm no. getting there. No, no, I'm getting, I will draw attention to something. You see, okay. In every budget, mm. there is an allocation to the office of the president. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. And sometimes, I mean, quite huge. It is allocated to the office of the president. Mm -hmm. So this releases that you are talking about. Office of the President, it doesn't go beyond the budget that is allocated to the Office of the President. And so it could, the Finance Ministry can just conveniently say that as part of what we allocated to Office of the President, 25 million of it has been sent to the National Cathedral, which you have approved. Mm. You, you understand the, 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 the rationale that I'm talking about? It may not be project-specific, no, as we're talking about. But there are allocations that have been made to the office of the president. Yeah. General allocations that have been made no, to the office to of the no, president for without specific defined. items. No. You see, I have the appropriation as yet. For it, specific it, items. Compensation, capex, goods and services. When we, it's a when breakdown. We, when we, then, then how come on a number of occasions you've yeah. spoken about uh, expenses that have been incurred by the presidency and they are profligate and all that and the budget to the presidency is huge? How come? You've raised that a number of times. So you see, what I'm talking about is that we should be very careful. Otherwise, as an as, MP, yes. uh, former MP, yeah. um, as someone who has also come to the place of important office, such as the Attorney General, yeah. are you happy that your country is committed, your tax, your money 
has been committed to a project and you don't know how much is involved? No, the, the point about how much is involved will be answered if the minister goes to parliament. That is not within my domain. She didn't it, it is when the minister goes to parliament. That is, After spending. You see, the MPs are agents of accountability. The minister will have to go there and answer those questions. He must, and spend, details. He must spend before he goes you to see, them. No. no. First, of all, first of all, if it is project specific, you put it in the budget mm. and get approval and spend. Mm. But remember that we have expenses that may not necessarily be in the budget, but have been approved for the office of the president in an amorphous manner in such a way that an amount of money could be taken from such an allocation to a particular project that was not specifically mentioned before approval was granted. You, and that's why you, I'm saying that it is too hasty, will you, will you, it is too hasty to run you manage your function. home, not a company, like that? No, Samson, you see, for example, if I decide that I have 5,000 cities for miscellaneous in my house, mm. okay, I have 5,000, I've done all the allocations. No, but no, let's, let's take it this way, that you have a, pri a project you describe as priority of priorities, priorities. and yet you must look for miscellaneous to spend on you it. See, you have it. And, it, and it, the money you are spending on it is not your money. It's yeah. not your pocket money. Yeah. Even though it's your personal pledge that you have made to God, it's not your personal money. If, you, see, you are taking someone's money and you say, let me spend it before I come and tell you how much I have spent and, if you listen and to, ask for your If approval. you listen to me and I land, you will understand me. The point I'm making it's is It's difficult that to understand where when, you're coming from. When you mm -hmm. put your questions before the minister, and he comes to provide answers. At that stage, you will have every justification to query whatever answers you would have provided. Until he has provided you with answers that are unsatisfactory for you to query, he could come and provide you with answers that are satisfactory and but, compliant with the law because he is the one superintending over our resources. Yes, but there so must be an appropriation. You run into conclusion, Franka, Franka. you will be wrong. Quenka, Quenka, again, again referring to you as, you as someone who has, come to the, who has come to the important place of the Attorney General, that your constitution speaks about how spending must be done. Yeah. You are saying that the government or finance minister is allowed to appropriate no, before no. he goes to them to tell no. them about then it. Then you have not, you not listened to me. Maybe yes, so convince me. I can't yeah. understand. I, 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 also don't understand. Mm. I have stated that in every budgetary allocation, okay, you have specific allocations to various sectors and facets. But it doesn't tie you to the fact that we have areas for miscellaneous, which will give you the discretion to spend, but you will then eventually account. What is the purpose of miscellaneous? Why do we put it in budgets? We put it in budgets to make allocations so that other eventualities that come up, we will spend and later account. So your explanation is that sorry, your explanation is that let's help our, our oh listeners. Let's help our viewers. Your explanation is that fifty-seven million yeah. has been spent. We know there's far more well, than that that will be spent. Yeah. If you talk about all the buildings that were pulled down, yeah. all the new lands that are going to be found, all the new buildings that are yeah. going to be put up there. Yeah. You are saying that fifty-seven million, which is which is described as additional spending. Yeah is miscellaneous. What I'm saying is that, I'm, I'm sure you, maybe you, you probably have not allowed me to make, to make my point. No, 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 if you can explain this, form. that the money spent is miscellaneous. What I'm saying is that, yes. you see, if the particular amount of money you have spent is not captured specifically in the budget, okay, as he has rightly pointed out, 
you can invoke the particular uh, constitutional injunction that mandates you to do so for accountability purposes. Okay. I am all out for that. But what I'm saying is that government can, as part of the allocations made for miscellaneous, if it indeed is up to that particular amount that they need, mm. spend same and come and tell you that what you allocated to me for miscellaneous has been used for this other purpose. Okay. Government can't do that. Right. So that's how you run let, government. Let's go but to let's go to Prof. I will finish. Uh, I will finish the Okay. You see, the impression is being created as though the cathedral, when constructed and it is finished and being occupied, is going to be the property of His Excellency Nanado. Nobody has created that impression. No, no, I'm saying the impression is being created. I, I doubt that nobody anybody has, has that kind of impression. Because, you see, it's called National Cathedral. Because, because, because yes. you see, there, there's a misunderstanding of this issue of it was his personal pledge. There's a misunderstanding. People are misunderstanding it. And I'm saying that at the end of Was it part of the when, campaign? Was it, when, camp, was, was it part of your manifesto? Hold it. At the end of the project, <laughs> when it is completed and handed over, and His Excellency Nanado leaves office in 2025, it will be a national project. It's not going to be for him. <laughs> we should understand that. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> nobody nobody <laughs> should no, think no, that way. No, uh, at least that. not the viewers and listeners of this platform. Yeah. To think that there is an impression that it is going to be his private no, property. I'm not saying that. Uh, <laughs> you see, Samson, yes. I'm not saying that. Mm. Simplicity. Okay. But you see, you are speaking with respect to. I mean, you, you mentioned something earlier, mm. and I, I do appreciate that. Propaganda. Your listeners are discerning enough. I agree. But some propaganda elements will go to town and create the impression as if this is a monument that is being done in the name of a particular person. But it is a national cathedral. Later, our children will come to use it, and our children's children will come to use it. All right. Um, Professor PJ, maybe you understand um, uh, Penka. I don't. And uh, those of you who are sending us messages, you can also send me a message. Maybe I have a bias over this matter. But I can tell you, there's one thing I do. Even though I have a position of some matters, I can take a view, I can take a position that doesn't get into the, the discussion at all. Um, I'm just probing. So, Prof, do you understand where he's coming from as far as the spending from the national coffers towards the uh, cathedral is concerned? Uh, please unmute your... Unmute your microphone. No, no, I don't. I don't um, understand him. And if um, what he's because what he's saying, um, I don't understand him. And if I do, I don't agree with him because <laughs> I think the rules are clear. We have we are working with the uh, constitution. The constitution is clear in Article One Seven Eight about how we should go about our business. The way he's framing the discussion and trying to explain and justify it is part of the corruption issue we're talking about. That this amount of money has been given to um, the office of the presidency, and this is how he can use it, and he can decide how much this goes into this or that. Um, Honorable Ablaqua had previously, in about a week or so, talked about some um, um, ballooning of the number of presidential staffers um, and. Giving names and titles to people in charge of religion and things like that. This is part of the problem where corruption sets in because you have a, a situation where the money can be moved about in a, a way that you cannot account for it, or you can you have decide what to do with it. I think the rule is clear. 
And here is talking about parliamentary approval, one. Number two, the procurement issue has not been satisfied. Number three, the priority issue. And the priority issue, um, Dr. Kuma was making the point that it is government that sets priority. So where is the opposition coming from to challenge that? I think it is completely wrong. It's a people money. The government was it, and the people are represented by parliament. And the parliament includes the opposition. So they should debate the matter and refer to Article 178 to determine uh, how the money is to be spent and approval given. That is, the rule is clear and simple. And I don't think we can um, try and read into that anything else. Mm. So the question then is why is the government in such a situation or a haste to build this cathedral? I belong to the Church of Christ when David wanted to build um, a temple for the Lord. He said, the temple, I'm, I'm too big to, to reside in a temple. So we can all make the religious arguments to um, say that there is no basis for uh, uh, all um, uh, Dr. Kuma saying that as for the poor, we have them with us. Uh, no, uh, I don't think we can justify that, Mary Magdalene. So the point is that the government wants to build this cathedral because it wants to win a particular constituency to its side, and that is the religious bodies. Mm. So there is this attempt to um, infiltrate the camp of the religious bodies deeper so that come elections, they will be able to make a, a case and, and win people to their side because they know that Ghana is intensely religious and the people will therefore sway in that direction. Of course, it's not only Christians that the president is trying to satisfy. It's also made inroads into um, the Muslim community, the, the regard to the Hajj, and, and, and others. So it's part of building a coalition, building a constituency that can help the government to win power. It's the, that's the bottom line. Because if you're saying that this is a project that can uh, pay for itself, there, what about the office of the um, um, special prosecutor? It can pay for itself. What money has gone into that? So we need to look at uh, the, the question of priorities and make sure that we set our priorities right. And if we know that we cannot set it right, then it means that the matter has to go to the people through their representatives in parliament to decide that. Um, the government is making a lot of attempts to infiltrate into a number of uh, um, sectors and areas where I think um, we, we need to be wary of. Mm. We can talk about the investors when mm. there's an attempt to bring in the um, public university bill and, and others. And so we need to uh, make sure that at the end of the day, what is being done is being done right. And I agree with the point that the lack of transparency about this whole thing being built on, on deception is, doesn't make the issue, uh, the cathedral, to be a religious issue. It is politics. Mm. That is my, my take on this. All right. So um, this is how we'll conclude on this subject. We'll go to the break and return to see briefly how we can touch on the final issue we have. But um, the Joy News has been doing editorials like uh, Samson Steak 
uh, every week. And Joy News has a position, so to speak. And this is the editorial that I want to share with you to finish on this discussion. Uh, myself, like I said, from the very beginning when I broke the news about the place, and to be frank, I heard, I heard religious people, men of God, join the ministers, tell blatant lies. And I just, I just quit after I made a statement that we should not build a cathedral on the foundation of lies. Uh, let's hear the, the Joy News editorial. I want you to imagine something for a minute. Picture a father, a man with a large family, many children. This man says he loves his family, but cannot provide for their needs. Many of his children go hungry every day. He cannot afford to take the sick ones to hospital. He has managed to send some of them to school, but can't feed them while they learn. He cannot provide a roof over their heads. When it rains, some of them get washed away. The older ones who are surviving his neglect are told to not only fend for themselves, but to send him more and more money each year to cater for the family. But while this man asks his impoverished children to tighten their belts and sacrifice for the family, he drives around in expensive cars, treats himself in the best hospitals, takes loving care of his friends, and makes no apology to his children for their back-breaking work that pays for his lavish lifestyle. Now, just as these children are at their hungriest, sickest, and most impoverished, this father of the year announces that he is going to donate a massive chunk of the money they have been paying into the family account to a church project. Why? Because some years ago, he promised God he would do so. Tell me honestly, what would you think of such a father? President Nana Ekufuado is clearly a man of his word. He pledged free SHS to Ghanaians, and he has delivered. Maybe we can talk about the quality of the education that children are being subjected to later. But for today, let's just say he's delivering. Now, while he was going around the country promising us free SHS, he was also telling God that if he won the 2016 elections, he would construct a cathedral to the glory of his name. Indeed, after he won the election, he chose to follow through on his promise. President Nana Kufuado made a donation of 100,000 Ghana cities from his personal money to the National Cathedral Project. The purpose of the cathedral, as I indicated at the sword cutting, was to offer thanksgiving to the Almighty for his blessings to us as a nation and to address a missing link in the nation's architecture by building a church for national purposes. The challenge of building Ghana's national cathedral, therefore, relates to the mobilization of our people in support of the project. Clearly, what the president had in mind was not a 100,000 Ghana city cathedral. The fulfilling of his personal pledge to God would cost much more than that. And the president is a man of his word. So, without Ghanaian's permission, he demolished buildings on state grounds, including judges' homes, to make room for his massive personal debt to God to be built. Why should Ghanaians be the ones funding the president to pay a personal debt that he owes to God? 
that the president didn't stop at the appropriation of state land for his personal project. In parliament, finance minister Kenuforiata pledged state funding to the cathedral. Mr. Speaker, this state and church partnership envisaged by the president to develop the National Cathedral is on course. An initiative, the 100 CDs amount club, also that Kitwood Gardens will be launched by the trustees of the National Cathedral on August 12, 2021, to give as many Ghanaians as possible the opportunity to be part of the history to build the National Cathedral. The aim of the club is to raise 1 million Ghanaians who will give 100 cities a month for the construction of the National Cathedral. This week, a leaked document revealed that a donation of 25 million Ghana cities has been approved as additional seed money. Another leaked document revealed that the architectural firm in charge of the project has already been paid 37 million Ghana cities for this project. Now, the good book says... For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinners, granted. But the same Bible says we should work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. So again, I ask, why are we abandoning our own salvation to work out Nana Kufuados? Why are we footing the bill for the president's pledge to God? Ghanaians are predominantly devout and generous Christians. Many people have actually given money to this project already, but many more have not. Some Christians have blatantly refused to donate because they object to being roped in to fund the fulfillment of the president's private pledge. They say their refusal is due to Ghana's multitude of unsolved problems. The roads are bad. Many companies have shut down due to the poor economy. People are out of work. Because we don't have enough money to build drains, Accra floods every year and people die. Due to a lack of money, hospital projects have been put on hold. Because there's no money, the state owes very vulnerable people leap stipends. These people are going without food daily. School lunch caterers are on strike. They are enraged because the government expects them to feed each child on 97 pesos per meal. The government's excuse for this ridiculous amount is that there isn't enough money. There isn't enough money to feed our children. But we have sufficient funds to pay the president's personal debts. Please, God, speak to us. Is this really what you want? Do you really want our leaders to starve us, neglect our basic needs, and leave us to our own fate? just so that you can have a, another cathedral? Because this is what your servant, our president, is doing. So God, today we are asking you, what would you think of the actions of our leader?